1: Good morning, I'm Karen Moscow, along with Tom Keane and Michael McKee, and the opening bell brought to you by Marks Paneth LLP, ranked among the top three forensic accounting firms in New York by the New York Law Journal for the sixth year in a row. Visit Markspaneth.com. And stocks are higher at the open. The S and P 500 down, up three tenths percent or six points to 2053. Dow Jones Industrial Average up three tenths percent or 55 points to 17,636. And the Nasdaq's up half percent or 24 points to 4875. Ten-year Treasury down 832 seconds. The yield 1.74 percent. Yield on the two-year 0.71 percent. NYMEX crude oil is up 1.1 percent or 43 cents to 40.16 dollars 16 cents a barrel. COMEX gold is up seven tenths or $8.20 at $12.52 an ounce, the euro $1.1407, the yen one oh eight point three four. Tom and Mike.
2: Uh, thanks so much. Greatly appreciate that. Up 70 uh, right now. Uh, VIX not trading at 15.36 is what we saw. All on risk on in the last two hours of good data checks, including Karen Moscow's efforts. Um, we love talking with Ryan Nelson out of Darden. Out of UNC Chapel Hill, we won't talk basketball with Mr. Nelson. Ryan Nelson, uh, um, is at HDW, HW and company rather, uh, Harris Williams and, uh, does a lot on what's going on in the pulse of the middle market. Ryan, money is free. Does that distill down to the middle market or is the money free province only that of mega corporations that can borrow at sub 1% levels?
3: Well, Tom, good morning. I I would say I don't know that anything is free these days or in life. Um, But to answer your question directly, um, certainly rates for big corporates, for big private equity, for middle market, for smaller private equity firms, you know, is at historical lows. Um, I think what we have seen here over the last several months, however, from what I would say is a bit of a peak last summer, is that rates have crept Mm -hmm. up a bit. On the senior debt side, and certainly on the subordinated debt or mezzanine side, where it uh, you know capital is certainly more, uh, you know, tougher to come by. Right. Um, I, th- I think I yeah. think what we're seeing uh, is that those who need to borrow, uh, as opposed to use cash off their balance sheet, right. if you're strategic, um, you know, are finding that second lien or that subordinated debt piece, tougher to come by.
2: Boxley Materials, Veritex Corporation, Inventus Solutions. Folks, this is not Yahoo. This is not Facebook. It's not the Brazilians and Warren Buffett buying half of um, Canada. Uh, within this, what's the spirit right now in the middle market area? Are sellers and buyers even remotely close in valuations?
3: Yeah, I think there are transactions to be done. You called out some there. Uh, a number of those had strategic uh Exits, uh, some of those were also private equity in nature. I think what we're seeing is a bit of a bifurcation across the market, the M&A market, the, the middle market M&A activity, uh, generally. Um, there, while there is good balance, uh, we are seeing, I would think, relatively more activity in sectors like healthcare, consumer, even technology to an extent where those businesses on balance are performing better than some of their brethren and say, energy and power, or industrials, where performance is a bit more muted. But, you know, we are seeing transactions across all of those, across all sizes, and we're certainly seeing activity from both private equity investors and strategic buyers. Um, We are finding intersections between buyers and sellers as well. Although I would tell you, in talking to many of our clients on the private equity side, they view this year, 2016, as hopefully a year where they're able to invest more dollars than they are potentially return dollars in the form mm-hmm. of exits, uh, just given the relative uncertainty in the broader market, say, compared to 2015 or 2014.
4: Well, I'm, I'm wondering uh, if there's a difference in the middle market between the big guys in the sense that we're told uh, the big guys are more responsive to their stock price than their uh, top line at the moment. And they don't need cash. They don't need to borrow because they've got a lot of cash on the balance sheet that's just sitting there. So it doesn't really matter what rates are. And you know, when you're talking about uh, the large caps, the Fed is kind of pushing on a string and trying to get them to do anything. Is it different for your space?
3: Yeah, well, I guess just to reiterate maybe a couple of things you guys mentioned, uh certainly on the strategic side, you're right. When you're pulling cash off the balance sheet, I mean, there's little incremental cost. Those guys are chasing growth where some of their organic growth may be slower. Uh They're acquiring that, and we've seen strategic buyers as active as they have ever been over the last 6 or 12 months. Uh, I would say on the on the private equity side, um, those guys, you know, have a, an enormous amount of capital that needs to be invested, and that goes into the quote middle market. Uh, we spend time selling businesses, call it between enterprise values or purchase prices of a hundred million dollars to over $1 billion, so a billion dollars. So pretty broad swath, and certainly over a billion dollars are sizable transactions. But those guys have you know 500 plus million dollars of dry powder uh, that they need to put to work, and if you think about the ability to leverage that on a conservative basis, three to one, that's, you know, a trillion and a half dollars of buying power. So clearly what we're seeing is these guys wanting uh, to find transactions. And frankly, there not being enough supply of those transactions. And for quality companies or quality assets in the market, uh, there is certainly a a lot of competition between not only the private equity guys, uh, but also the strategic buyers.
2: I I, I, I look at this and Again, I guess it comes back to the industrial nature of America. We had a modest manufacturing recession, right now. What's the pulse of industry that you see? Not only around the Richmond area, but you know, as you move west across that that huge belt of manufacturing might that we have.
3: Sure, if you talk about industrials generally, which is where I spend uh, a bit, big chunk of my time. As I mentioned earlier, I think as you look at growth rates for that uh, sector, they're certainly not as um, steep or as fast as maybe healthcare, or consumer, technology. I don't know that they really ever are. As we look at the, the transactions we're currently involved with, we do look at each of those individually, monitor their performance versus budget, how they're doing for the year, how they did over the last 12 months. And I'll tell you, for the most part, businesses are actually performing on budget. Uh, those budgets may be a little bit more muted than they were, say, a year or two ago, And certainly the industrial businesses that have any level of exposure to the energy and power market or the oil field, which has certainly been a tougher market over the last uh, 12 to 24 months, we see those businesses maybe uh, performing a little less Mm -hmm. strong than some of the other guys who have a better insulation. Um, I would tell you another sort of pocket within industrials where I spend a lot of my time is building products, which continues to be You know, one of the stronger areas, continued activity, strong performance from private and public companies there on balance, uh, and a fair amount of M&A activity as well. We are, however, seven or so years into that recovery uh, from the depth of the recession. So as you begin to get you know, further and further into that, despite what the statistics say relative to housing stars or household formation, I think we will see a little bit of flow or moderation in that market as well.
4: Can I quickly ask you before you have to go here uh, about uh, building materials in, in your uh, area? Because uh, a lot of question about what they're telling us about housing.
3: Sure. As I said, that's certainly a sector where we have been very active. Uh, you noted the the Boxley Materials business, which is actually down the road from us here in Richmond and Roanoke, a uh, great family-held business that's been around for 50, 60 years, acquired by the Public Strategic Summit Materials. Uh, you know, demand for those types of assets that go into either building materials or ultimately housing construction, again, continue to be very attractive because the demographics point to continued household formation. In fact, we're behind in that regard. In the case of Boxley, you know, they are going into highways, for example, and infrastructure as well. With the recent um, good news around the highway bill, that spending will continue at the state and federal level. Right. Uh, and so there is a lot of, you know, and there are a lot of well-heeled yeah. strategics who are interested in owning those assets. Right.
2: Ryan, thank you so much. Ryan Nelson is with Harris-Williams, as we look at it. something we don't look at enough, which is uh, more um, middle market, middle market M&A. right, now the Dow up 93 points. The VIX, 15.32. The yield, 1.75%.
4: This hour of surveillance brought to you by Palisades Audi. Visit palisadesaudi.com. Here's Michael Barr with news headlines.
0: Mike, Tom, thank you very much. More than 70 years after a U.S. atomic bomb destroyed Hiroshima, U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry became the most senior U.S. official to visit the Japanese city since World War II. Kerry today placed a wreath at the monument of the city's Peace Memorial Park. Kerry is in Hiroshima for a meeting with a group of G7 foreign ministers. Kerry says the visit has reminded him of the need for diplomacy to prevent war. I come away
4: here from here absolutely re energized and re committed and dedicated to help find that better way.
0: Some prominent legal advocates are weighing in on the debate over President Obama's Supreme Court nominee. Fifteen former American Bar Association presidents sent a letter to Senate leaders urging Republicans to consider Chief Judge Merrick Garland. They say Garland is one of the most outstanding judges in the country. CIA Director John Brennan says his agency will not engage in waterboarding, even if the next president of the U.S. orders the agency to do so. Brennan tells NBC that the CIA won't engage in any so-called enhanced interrogation techniques. Meanwhile, Republican frontrunner Donald Trump calls that ridiculous. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists. More than 150 news bureaus from around the world. Now, Michael Barr. Mike, Tom.
2: Michael Barth, thanks so much. Appreciate that. Again, Dow up 100 points. Coming up, a a very busy week in the business of sports and the sport of sports. Evan Noby-Williams with us, Bloomberg Surveillance.
4: Bloomberg Surveillance brought to you by Land Rover. Adventure yours for the taking. Visit LandRoverTriState.com for special lease and financing offers. Land Rover, above and beyond.